Welcome to Today on Broadway for Monday, February 8th, 2021. I am Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm arts and culture writer, Ashley Steves. And it's uh, Super Bowl Sunday when we're recording this and <laughs> neither is. of us give a shit. I was going to say, it is It is 7 o'clock on Sunday. So I think, <laughs> I think kickoff was like an hour ago. I don't know. Uh, but clearly we're not watching. Clearly, you know, yeah. I always really like the Super Bowl because it's when people eat garbage food. Right, right. And I think that that's fun. I respect it. Absolutely. Yeah. And usually I'm part of that. But this is the thing. Like, right. I, I enjoy Super Bowl Sunday when I have, you know, a party to go to or at least a mm-hmm. bar to go to. Uh, and that's not a thing anymore. So uh, I'm, yeah. just, I'm just indoors at home enjoying the quiet because my downstairs neighbors seem to be at a party probably. Of so. course they are. Of course yeah, they They're are. loud notoriously. They're I mean, notoriously uh, loud so I wouldn't know if they were home. It was also snowing. It was beautiful today. It is. I thought outside. It, I love the snow. The snow yeah. is my Super Bowl gift. Whoever, whoever wins tonight, <laughs> Super Bowl gift. Whoever wins tonight, it's actually me because it snowed. Oh, well, there you go. Whoever yeah. wins, as long as it's not Tom Brady. So exactly. let's, let's get into it, guys. Let's get into it. Um, of course, as usual, you can head to patreon.com slash Broadway Radio to get extra good goodies that makes sense, right? Good Extra good goodies. goodies. Yeah. Good goodies. It sounds like a Chick-fil-A commercial. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Yeah. We're not we're not we're not doing an ad for, <laughs> for Chick-fil-A right now. Uh, but you can head to patreon.com slash Broadway Radio so that you can get all of the really great emails. And before, you know, our podcast goes live for everyone else, you get it first and you get the news That's ahead true. of everyone else, which is uh way better. Especially since you're running to the water cooler these days to tell all exactly. of your friends exactly the ver- the, zoom, the Zoom water cooler the Zoom water cooler. I-, I wonder if someone has created like you know how there's always that like Yule log on Netflix yeah. around Christmas time. Yeah. Oh. Someone should have a water cooler. <laughs> I like that actually. Yeah. yeah, someone needs to create that so they can like er- revisit how it is to be in a workspace, <laughs> and then you can remember how much you hate it. Yeah, really good. Yeah. It's really the opposite of the Yule Log. I like my purified water, but I don't like people, so... <laughs> exactly. Let's, let's get into the news, which is actually upsetting. We, get, we, we got to stop giggling. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, Friday, uh, we were shocked, along with the rest of the world, to learn that uh, Christopher Plummer has unfortunately mm-hmm. passed away at the age of 91. Granted, he had lived a very long and incredible life before um, you know, we learned about his untimely passing like he's 91 years old but somehow it feels like (laughs) he was gone too soon honestly honestly that's strange i was gonna say a lot of that because you you know you start thinking about the sound of music who Mm -hmm. amongst us it hasn't have that been like a formulative part of your life well i did yeah i did pin that because i was like you and i are going to talk about that so i'm gonna Definitely mention it, but the um, the Canadian-born Shakespearean actor who starred in films such as the titular Sound of Music, he was the sound, he was the music, <laughs> um, Knives Out, which was, uh. you know, 2019, but feels like yesterday, um, he passed away in his home in Connecticut. And Plummer is best known for playing Captain Von Trapp. Like, I think that's pretty universal Mm -hmm. um, for the Oscar winning musical, The Sound of Music, uh, which, you know, was many of my friends and I'm sure your sexual awakening. Yep, yep, yep. yep. um, 
famously, uh, oh gosh, I can't think of the actress, but when she's accepting her Tony for Venus and Fur, and she's like, I'm sorry, like Christopher Plummer's up there giving her this Tony. And she's like, but when you, when you whistled that whistle, <laughs> wow. And I'm like, yeah, she's literally hitting on Chris Plummer on the Tony stage, like in front of everyone. And that should tell you everything about Christopher Plummer. Um, but he won an Oscar for, uh, in 2012 for his supporting role in Beginners. And he became the oldest actor ever to win the Academy Award for Supporting Actor, which I did not know. Of course he did. Um, he made a stage debut in 1948 for a production of Cymbeline at the Canadian Repertory Theater in Ottawa. Um, followed soon thereafter by a CBC television production of Otello. And after migrating to New York City in the early 1950s, he worked um, extensively in live television on craft uh, television theater. Mm. So his Broadway debut uh, was in 1954 for The Star Cross Story. And the following year, Judith Anderson was his co-star in a Parisian production of Medea. And he appeared um, as the Earl of Irwick uh, with Julie Harris the same year in a New York production of The Lark. He also appeared in Archibald. Uh, like he, he literally, like there's pretty no, much everything. Pretty much everything. <laughs> I, could, I could list everything he's ever done, which I'm not going to do, but I kind of want to do. Um, he has acclaimed for his portrayal as Iago um, opposite James Earl Jones in Otello on Broadway in the early 80s, as well as Macbeth opposite Glenda Jackson, who also was just on Broadway. Uh, Again, these people don't adore, stop adore her. doing their thing. Um, can you imagine us getting hands on that bootleg? <laughs> like, oh my God. There's Neat. not one, but. I know. I know. We I need it. Need it. Um, other high points include the Royal Hunt of the Sun and a revival of Harold Pinter's No Man's Land alongside Jason Robards. Um, he won his first Tony Award in 1974 for the musical Cyrano. Oh, nice. Which yeah. I, I didn't realize there was a previous musical Cyrano. I got to see the one at Good Speed uh, mm-hmm. with Music by the National with Peter mm-hmm. Dinklage. Also really fantastic. Can't wait for that film coming out. Um, yeah. And then a second one in 1996 for Barrymore based on the life of actor John Barrymore. Uh, Plummer was also nominated for a supporting actor Oscar for his role as uh, J. Paul Getty in Ridley Scott's All the Money in the World. <laughs> and I'm sure you guys remember that he replaced Kevin Spacey after Spacey was, oh, Ooh. what's that? Accurately Ooh. accused of sexual misconduct. Um, completely reshoot. So Christopher Plummer completely reshot all of the scenes with J. Paul Getty in them one month Badass. before the film's release Badass. in 2017. So this guy is in his late mm-hmm. 80s yeah. <laughs> doing these reshoots like a pro because he is. Um, most recently, you saw him in 2019 in, in Ryan Johnson, who, if you guys are big Star Wars fans, I know you hate Ryan Johnson. Get over it for two seconds because Knives yeah, Out. It, incorrect, first of all, as a big Star Wars <laughs> fan, because uh, excellent movie. I refuse. Yeah, but him and Knives Out. It's a it's upsetting because he passes away in the film. Spoiler alert! And um, <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert is literally the whole film. <laughs> it's literally the whole film. Um, but I think what it does is, for some reason, it helped cushion the blow for me a little bit. Yeah, honestly, does that make sense? No, it absolutely does because I thought the same way. Like, <laughs> I, you know, with everyone else really heartbroken about this, and yeah. one of the one of the things that has been so lovely to see and it's been the case unfortunately a lot we've had all so many legends pass away recently is that i haven't seen anything negative 
said about yeah. Christopher Plummer. It's just all been nobody's like, uh, don't forget this Larry King interview in '84 when he said right. he could slap women in the face. Like, no, no exactly. there wasn't that for Ex- him. He wasn't exactly. Sean Connery. Exactly, exactly. So it's been nothing but just love and support, and also just like as you just listed so many of his roles, uh, not a bad thing in there. <laughs> like, honestly, <laughs> not a, which is so impressive yeah. for someone who had such a long and diverse career. So, yeah, and thinking of Knives Out, like, I absolutely, you know, was heartbroken about the news of his mm-hmm. death. And I was just like, I've, I've watched out, I've watched Knives Out so many times that it, yeah. it really, it really helped in a weird way. They- as you guys probably know, and if you don't, like, oops, spoiler, uh, they mm-hmm. dubbed his uh, singing voice in Sound of Music. Mm-hmm. And there was like, I don't know if it's like leaked or if it just resurfaced because of his death over the weekend. Um, but they leaked like his uh, vocals on Edelweiss. Oh, I didn't see that. On Twitter. I'll have to send it to you. And I'll repost it on uh, Broadway Radio so that you guys can listen to it because it's so beautiful. And it sounds oh. like him. Like you're like... Oh my god! <laughs> like this oh, is that's so lovely. lovely. Yeah, yeah. He was. Yeah. I haven't seen that. I know that you know the the story is that he was not a Sound of Music <laughs> fan. Like spent most of his the remainder yeah. of his career kind of shitting all over and called it the Sound of Mucus and everything. Yes, uh, yeah. Which I mean, it is. It is sentimental, and I love it so much, and have such a soft spot in my yeah. heart for Sound of Music, and such a big reason for that is having seen the movie first very very young, mm-hmm. and having those roles just because I've I've played. Uh, um, I've you know been in productions of it where I've played in the pit, and it was like the first musical I ever, it was the first musical I ever played pit in. Um, so it's also very sentimental to me in that way. But having been probably, I would say I, I would I usually credit Annie as being the first musical that I really fell in love of with course. as a child. But I feel yeah. like it had to have been Sound of Music because I feel like I saw it when I was like three or four years old. Like there's That's no way people. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. There, it's it's not it's it's, it's such a common story with Sound of Music being the first one. And that's the way it is for most of my friends. My yeah. first was uh, My Fair Lady. Oh, so, very sweet. Yeah. yeah. Julie Andrews either way. So exactly. exactly. Uh, but we we miss him and we love him. And we really enjoy all of these um, amazing like clips and, and photos from yeah. his acting past that are resurfacing. So, mm-hmm. uh, But before we get into the rest of the news, we're going to take a moment to talk about our sponsor, ExpressVPN. So you know when like you go to the bathroom famously, uh, you <laughs> you always close the door behind you, which by the way, I don't do that often. Like, I was going to say, I, um, I live alone, so it's, yeah. ki- it's kind of a big toss up, but you know, right. anyway. But you're not, you're supposed to shut the door and yeah, you don't I want have. random people to look in on you while you're going to the bathroom. So why would you let people look in on you when you go online? Exactly. Do you see? Yeah. Do you see? Do you see? Um, <laughs> we're saying that the internet is a toilet and using the internet yes. without ExpressVPN is like going to the bathroom without closing the door. There's nothing more true than the internet is a toilet that's ever been said. Just look at social media alone. You don't want people peeking in on your social media history. You don't want people peeking in on any of your viewing history and that's what ExpressVPN is good for. Some important things to know. Uh, your internet service provider like Comcast or Verizon knows every single website you visit, which is a horrifying thing to think of. What's worse 
is they can sell that information to ad companies and tech giants who will use your data to target you. ExpressVPN puts a stop to this. It creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so that your online activity can't be seen by anyone, can't be seen on that toilet. I use ExpressVPN on all my devices. It works for everything, phones, laptops, routers. Everyone who shares your Wi-Fi can still be protected even if they don't have ExpressVPN. Again, I live alone, so it's all mine. (laughs) The best part using ExpressVPN is as easy as closing that bathroom door. You just fire up the app, click one button, and you're protected. It is not just us that is saying that it's so great. It is the world's number one rated VPN by CNET, Wired, The Verge, and countless others, Grace. Including us. So if you are like And we're the most important people, so. We're the people that you need to go to for this, okay? Um, You can believe your online activity is your business. Secure yourself by visiting expressvpn.com slash broadwayradio today and use our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash broadwayradio, and you will get, what's that? Oh, three extra months free. Mm -hmm. That's expressvpn.com slash broadwayradio. So, the rest of the news, uh, the National Endowment for the Arts will award over $27.5 million uh, to distribute to over 1,000 grants for organizations across the country as part of its first round, first round, which I liked hearing that, first round of funding in its 2021 fiscal year. Uh, Funds will reach institutions across all 50 states, as well as Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico, which, by the way... Washington, D.C., we're going to make you a state. What the hell's going on? <laughs> um, like, especially with oh, what happened a, mo- a month ago at, for the insurrection. Come on. Uh, these grants are provided in addition to the pandemic-related emergency funds that have been distributed throughout the past year, including those by the CARES Act and the anticipated Save Our Stages Act. This round, the Grants of Arts Project GAP uh, awards range from like 10000 to 100000 and cover 14 disciplines, including dance, theater and opera. So I wanted to kind of like break down what some of those things are going to, because I was like, if these are all going to famously all white institutions, what are we doing? Mm, Um, So among the 287 grants awarded to New York uh, organizations are funds for Alvin Ailey, American Dance Theater, $80,000, thank God, Um, Harlem Stage, My Yee Theater Company, National Alliance for Musical Theater Incorporated, New York Theater Workshop, Shed NYC, the Actors Fund, and the National Yiddish Theater. To further its commitments to diversity, equity, and inclusion, the NEA has continued its partnership with the White House Initiative on Historically Black Colleges and Universities, including a $20,000 award to the National Black Arts Festival in Atlanta, Georgia, and a $25,000 award to the Coalition of African Americans in the Performing Arts. Awesome. Very Isn't great that a to nice, see. Very like, great weekend. to see. Yeah. And as you said, like, if we were giving these to, like, all white pr- production companies and theater organizations, it would be like, okay, then why pass? <laughs> exactly. And also, as you said, first round, which yeah. so, so good to see, though, you know, <laughs> first mm-hmm. round of this, hopefully a little bit more successful than second, third round of stimulus stuff. But... I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll I'm take sure. It. I'm, I'm sure exactly. all of these companies will take it. They're so deserving. And, you know, just reading out that list of names, just thinking of the great work they've put out, especially, you know, throughout their entire organization yeah. history, but especially in recent years, 
uh, give them all the money they need so they can put on more great work when they come back. Yeah, everyone needs money. So true. <laughs> okay, so Jojo Siwa. <laughs> that transition is just <laughs> iconic. So Jojo Siwa, which Ashley, are you familiar with Jojo Siwa? Um, I am now that I know uh, she's gay. So yes, surprise, yeah, guys. Yeah. Um, she's set to star in and executive produce, which I was like, hell yeah, girl, get it, get that money. Um, the J Team, a live action musical for Nickelodeon and Studio Awesomeness. The cast includes Tisha Campbell Martin uh, from Martin and Empire, uh, Laura Soltis from Hiccups, which I mean, unless you're a nanny, you don't know. Um, Julia Marley from Dead to Me, um, Carrington Jones from Little Fires Everywhere, and then Kiara Romero from The Prom. The J-Team, written by Eddie Faye from Fuller House and directed by Emmy winner Michael Limbeck, who did The Tooth Fairy and The Santa Claus 2. So I think he like is familiar with right. like youth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this marks the first production under Awesomeness and Nickelodeon live-action film studio head uh, Cynthia Strutter. So the film follows... I can't make this up. A young girl named Jojo, spoiler alert, Jojo's named Jojo, um, whose life Mm. is turned upside down when her beloved dance coach Val decides to retire and is replaced by a sparkle hating instructor wanting to stay in the running for uh, an upcoming dance competition. Jojo and her best friends, the Rubies. I like that they have like a gang name. Like, (laughs) like uh, these are the pink ladies. I was just about (laughs) to say that. I hope they get jackets. Yeah. Well, by the way, if you've got like a cool group name for your friends, you need a leather jacket and you Correct. need a stat. Correct. That's how this works. Correct. So they tried their hardest to abide by Poppy's new harsh rules. They realized that, that they can't hide their sparkle anymore. Obviously. That's the whole thing. Obviously. So Jojo is kicked out of her dance troupe, which sounds traumatic. I don't want that for her, <laughs> but she has to rediscover what dancing means to her. And this just sounds like a very exciting story. So Jojo Siwa recently made, made headlines like Ashley mentioned earlier and Trixie Mattel's Twitter uh, when she came mm. out as gay a few weeks ago. So we stand Jojo Correct. projects at yeah. this point. Um, we, we hope that she pulls her ponytail down for this production, <laughs> um, but she probably won't. Um, are we going to have to do like a special episode on this particular production it It sounds very gay uh i'm very here for it as two as two bisexuals on on the on the pod i feel like we should we should watch Uh, this oh my god let's please do it we could do like uh matt did with zoe's (laughs) extraordinary playlist we could have a whole series podcast for it i'm bitter because they didn't cast me all right let's go to the next one Um, You have time to get cast in this, though, instead. There you go. Oh, there's still time. They're actually starting yeah. production right now in Canada. Ooh. So I think it's what I was reading. So yeah. stay tuned. There you um, go. <laughs> the National Queer Theater. Speaking of the gays, because this yay. is... Yay! Um, the National Queer Theater and the Dramatist Guild have announced the new Visions Fellowship for Black, Trans, and Gender Nonconforming Artists. Burr, burr, burr. Uh, two early career Black playwrights will be paired with mentors and participate in professional development sessions to develop a play musical or performance experience i like that there was like that differentiation of like it it doesn't have to be a play or musical like it can be a performance experience which definitely do whatever you want exactly exactly so um here's a statement by adam otis rubin the artistic director for the national queer theater Black, trans, and gender nonconforming writers have been marginalized in American theater and in society at large. The New Visions Fellowship aims to support trans writers while fostering positive representation for trans people through the arts. 
So those are that, is, that are selected uh, for the one-year fellowship will receive an award of $5,000 as well as a three-year complimentary membership to the Dramatist Guild, which I felt like that that to me is invaluable. Like that's, that's incredible. Yeah, that's the right move. Um, and then, of course, like a reading of their work at the end of the program. So fellows will also have access to contracts, business advice and career services from the Dramatist Guild to help fellows protect the artistic and economic integrity of their work. Amazing. That's the move, guys. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, noting as far as like that membership to the dramatist guild, like you don't really think yeah. about that as like such a big thing, but it's always that talk of like getting the seat at the table or making a seat at the table. It like, is. If you didn't or get, making like, the table, like there it right. is for you. Like we can't all be Jeremy O'Harris and go to Yale. That just can't happen for everyone. <laughs> I'm not ever even tongue in cheek going to shit on Jeremy O'Harris. And you know this. No. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. We're not doing that. It's just that like, those those things don't happen every day. Right. Um, exactly. We're very fortunate that that happened and that, you know, he was given all of these platforms to get his work seen. But right. that's not always the case. So right. I'm excited to see what that does. I'm sure that will foster uh, people that we'll be talking about next year. Um, so, yeah, hope, we'll, we'll keep so. you posted on. Who I gets so. That. Yeah. So uh, Time Magazine for Black History Month put together a list of defining works of the Black Renaissance, the new Black Renaissance. So uh, the works of this new canon are defined by their breadth and diversity, a movement of pop stars and public intellectuals, superheroes and screw ups, horror and ecstasy, um, individuality and unity. Collectively, there are a trove of masterpieces that have revolutionized their mediums and shaken the culture at large. And it's it's hard to even like differentiate like they they chose the top 25 in their opinion but there are so many more um so the panel of the, the selection panel for that list included Matthew A Cherry um oh, Ava nice. DuVernay mm-hmm. FK Twigs like hell yeah um the kid Miro Lynn Nottage Tessa Thompson like it these are the people <laughs> that I want to be asking <laughs> yeah. you know um so some of those selections included Atlanta the critically acclaimed television series Amazing. by Donald Glover Amazing. and fun fact Donald Glover grew up in Stone Mountain Georgia that's sweet where my mom grew up Aww, so just shout out to mom um, shout out to mom um actually well no that sounds like that sounds like a name drop and it's not but when i met him he he went to the rival high school of my mom's high school oh. and he was like oh your mom and i wouldn't have been friends and i was like you oh, aren't damn. even close right. to her age wow it's a weird thing to say <laughs> um so whatever um i may destroy you made that list oh, by michaela cole never heard which, of that yeah, if you haven't heard us talk about it at this yeah. point, you're not listening to us on the show. You're not even <laughs> listening to the show. I'm going to incorporate it into every episode until the end of time. Um, also on the list, Jeremy O'Harris's uh, Slave Play, mm-hmm. which, of course, and then Sweat by uh, Lynn Nottage. So um, one of my favorites from the list, though, was OJ Made in America by Ezra oh. Edelman, which is a documentary series highlighting the racial torment that America echoed once again last summer during mm-hmm. the Black Lives Matter protests. I don't know if you've seen that docuseries. I, I think haven't it's seen it yet, but if, when, it, when it came out, everyone I know was watching it. So yeah. I kind of had like the secondhand viewing experience. Totally. And it's certainly on the list. It's absolutely on the list. Like but the fact man. that people watch the Fire Festival docs Oof. and then not that is weird right. to me. <laughs> don't worry, I didn't watch the Fire Fest docs either. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's not really culture, but anyways, um, so 
that's kind of the news for today. But instead of feel good recommendations, this is just a recommendation (laughs) of something that I've not fully watched yet. Um, So I'm getting ready to watch the Britney Spears documentary. Ashley, are you going to watch it? Mm, obviously, that's okay. I, that's also going to be on the list. That will be the documentary that I wa- end up watching first yeah. and foremost. I think it's on Hulu, and I think that we should talk about it later because the, the reason I bring this up, you guys, is because when the Michael Jackson musical was starting to like come into fruition, um, that was when they released the Michael Jackson uh, documentary on HBO that yeah. shook America yeah. and. It definitely delayed plans for the show for, I mean, it's still not on Broadway. It's changed titles a million times. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think at one point the <laughs> the title was Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. Yes. Um, yes. Don't really think that that's the right title at this point. <laughs> um, but the reason I say that is because, so the Britney Spears documentary, from judging from what I'm reading online, exposes a lot of uh, wrongdoing to Britney Spears herself, yeah. and they yeah. have been working on the Britney Spears musical. I just wonder how we're going to be able to take that. You know what I mean? Like, how are we going to gloss over this big chunk of this person's life, but then do this like pop, pop, pop? That's really interesting. Musical? That's do you know what really I mean? Really interesting. Yeah, and I mean, Britney's been in the news so much with her trying to get control of her estate, yeah. her father, right. and that whole abuse. Um, exactly. So, like, I can't imagine that would be part of the musical. One, considering it's ongoing. One, considering it's ongoing. And it's not about Britney's life. It's It's her music. Right, exactly. So, uh, yeah, it's it's really interesting when things like this get made. And Matt and I previously have talked a lot about the MJ musical (laughs) and whether this should exist or not. And the jury is still out for me. Uh, I'm sure for Matt as well. but yeah, in Britney's back in the news again, I think mm-hmm. because of something Justin Timberlake is doing. So we've been talking about Janet and Britney a lot and just like mm-hmm. all the harm of his garbage career. Yeah. So it's, uh, so it's just one a, of those there's conversations. A lot of things. There's a lot of yeah. things there and just like conversations of, mm-hmm. you know, are we willing to talk about the trauma and, Thinking especially about how the media put Britney through so much stuff. Because you know, think about when she shaved her head, I think that was like in 2009, and just like, oh, you know, spotlight on her all the time. And now we're getting just an entirely different story, which we all Mm -hmm. pretty much knew that she was going through it. And yet, you know, you know, point and laugh and watch. Yeah. So I I just think it's an interesting conversation for us when we're doing these like new pop musicals, like, are we going to, are we going to not talk about the thing? Right. So I don't mm-hmm. know. It'll be an ongoing conversation. Please at us on uh, Twitter. If you yes, have please. thoughts, do it. Um, of course, uh, Ashley, do you have any feel good recommendations? Oh, going forward? geez. A feel good recommendation after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, hard, hard to do. No, when you were talking about the uh, 25 defining works list of the black Renaissance, I was going through it uh, and just like literally watch, read, anything everything on that list because it's like thinking about things that i would put on that list the stuff that was coming to my brain was Mm -hmm. are already on the list thank god yeah yeah agreed 
Well, we'll include the link in the show notes so that you can browse all of those selections. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, remember to go to expressvpn.com slash Broadway Radio to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Don't forget our Patreon, www.patreon.com slash Broadway Radio and broadwayradio.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Broadway Radio. Thank you guys so much for listening to Today on Broadway. Uh, follow us everywhere. You can follow me on Twitter at Grace Akichan and on Instagram at Grace Yaki. Ashley, where can people stalk you? <laughs> you can stalk me on Twitter and Instagram. At, <laughs> no, this is Ashley. Oh, good, because I have been. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you.